0: Bismillah Rahman الحمد
1: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه وسلم تسليما اما بعد. أسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. everyone Welcome again to another Dean Love episode. We have a special guest today. Uh, you know, uh, he was originally um, someone who's a disbeliever in the Dean of Allah, and after you know um, accepting the truth, and Alhamdulillah, Allah guided him, and he's been with us, and he's been growing with us. Alhamdulillah, um, his name is Abdul Malik, Abu Islam. Assalamu alaikum. how How you doing, man?
2: As-salamu alaykum as wa alaykum.
1: What's going on in the, in the Sourih?
2: Alhamdulillah. Um, I got to Minnesota about a year ago. Since I got here, I became Muslim and mm. I got married, so a lot of things have changed.
1: Allahu akbar. So this is our guest today, and we're going to talk about some things. Um, we're going to talk about the state of the youth um, and talk about some of the most common phenomena that are you know plaguing the minds of our young muslims right um, and then we also have with us our brother and first time this is his debut Hassan, sheikh Abukar. assalamu alaikum. wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh what's going on how's everything alhamdulillah hal alhamdulillah so first i want to uh, open up with a verse of the quran uh, بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran ومن يبتغي غير الإسلام دينا فلن يقبل منه وهو في الآخرة من الخاسرين Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says if anyone was to bring any sort of other way of life any other deen other than Islam that he would reject it. In another place Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says in the deen and al-islam. Allah says that the only deen that is acceptable with Allah to Allah and for Allah is Islam. Nothing else is accepted, right? And so we need to keep this in mind. Today we live in a pluralistic society. So before we get into some of these points here, we want to um, give uh, our brother uh, Abdul malik uh, Abu islam His You know uh, Brief introduction As to how he became Muslim You know What what brought you here You know And um, What was your journey like In a brief um, You know Explanation Inshallah
2: Okay Alhamdulillah Bismillah rahman rahim uh, It started around uh, 2022, and I would just go to the YMCA just to play basketball, but I would meet Somali brothers who I would ask them questions. It started off very ignorant of a conversation, mm. and the first thing I said to him, I remember, I said, why do you listen to that book that's from a white man? That's what started the conversation of what, even, what Islam even is. He said, do you even know what a Muslim is? And I said, No. And then they started a conversation that, that lasted about six months, and then I finally decided to become Muslim. I accepted it, and I asked him, "Well, can I become a Muslim, or do I have to already be a born Muslim?" And he said, "No, you just have to read something called a Shahada, and that'll bring you into the brotherhood." And that's how it started. And immediately after that, he introduced me to Meji Dawa, and I met all my Dawian mm-hmm. brothers. <laughs> and that's where everything started.
1: Alhamdulillah. Shout out to the one time, you know, mm, they sure do amazing work. They did. You know, they're a bunch of young guys, but I mean in terms of you know the success and Tawfiq Allah has given them, you know, they they do they do tremendous work and uh, make a great impact uh in our community. And so um our brother uh Hassan Hassan Sheikh Abukar has also been a close companion and friend to Abdul Malik here and so we're going to talk about how he met him inshallah and so what was what was that like the meeting and and the greeting and what was the growth like Bismillahirrahmanirrahim um, alhamdulillahi
3: rabbil alameen Wa salatu salam ala rasulillah I actually have a a very interesting story about this and we're listening this situation is going to show why having sticking to like your deen is actually going to Just not even like Being proactive And giving da'wah Just being a Muslim In public How it's going to attract others mm. So As you guys know Alhamdulillah The ikhwah The brothers at da'wah We stick together We're always deep together Everywhere we go There's at least five Six of us So alhamdulillah We went We decided to come together uh, One summer I believe Like a year or two ago And we um, we, we went to the park It's an open park I'm not going to say the park But we went there Alhamdulillah And we were playing and it came time for Maghrib. So when it was Maghrib time, Brother Abdul Malik and there was a few other non-Muslims at the time where they they were like, they seen all of us leave, like 15 of us deep, we just left. And they're like, you know when it's a heated basketball game and 15 people, whatever is making 15 people leave is important. So they asked us, Abdul Malik asked us, he said, why are you guys leaving? He said, yo, we got to go pray. We got to pray five times a day. We got to pray Makhrib. They were trying to say, yeah, just we'll just finish this game. He said, no, we can't. Makhrib is one of those prayers. You know, you got to pray it as soon as possible or it'll get dark mm-hmm. quick. So we're leaving, and this happened for days at a time. Every time he sees us, he sees us come together, wearing our khamis, praying. Sometimes he probably even seen us outside. We prayed outside, and it seemed like the brotherhood. Probably seen the brotherhood. After we were done hooping, we like handshake, hug. We asked each other just how we converse, how we dealt with each other, and he was interested. He was like some. He he felt like he was in like a brotherhood, and um, he also experienced that at the while, like you were mentioning, and it was all just like a collective of things. Like he was surrounded by so many Muslims everywhere. He, every time he played basketball, he just with Muslims. There was we don't have to name the brothers, but there's a lot of good brothers that he was surrounded by, and it just shows that our actions, what we were doing, just about praying, wearing the khamis we used to even talk to you about Islam too we used to say because you said your name was Malik we explained what the name meant and everything so just having that you know Islamic identity it helped him it helped us draw you closer to the deen alhamdulillah maybe you can give your viewpoint of how uh, how did it affect
1: you yeah so I mean that's a question I kind of had is that it seemed to like um, almost like a commercial like what was going on in your head um to when you were asking those critical questions about, like, what is a Muslim? And, like, what, what, what was it that made you ask that, that, that final question, which was, uh, what do I have to do? Can, like, can I be a Muslim?
2: I think what made me ask those final questions is the fact that I'm all ears initially. So when the phrase came up, I can prove to you that Christianity is wrong. I'm like, wait, now you, now, no. <laughs> now, you, now you gotta talk. Now you have to explain to me what you just said. And then it was very clear, like everything that he said, it went with my fitra. It, it made just, sense. It made sense. It was no extra words, no hard to understand a Were
1: you a practicing Christian before?
2: I wasn't, because yeah. our family went okay. to church. I myself never went to church or did the ritual to become a Christian. Uh, a bapti- uh, baptism baptized. or catechism. Yeah, I never did that, but I did say I was a Christian.
1: Mm, yeah, and and usually that's how it goes. Like, uh, revert families are a Christian nominally by name, and it's like a it's a cultural identity that kind of keeps the family together and gives it meaning. Right. As for being devoted to it. Uh, you know not not most 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 of those families are not really practicing like that, meaning when you do actually observe those families and look into like the dynamics is you'll find a lot of things that are anti christianity basically I do
2: want to say happening. that when I did speak to the brothers, what stood out the most of everything was their patience with me because I say things that really can make you not want to continue a conversation, Mm -hmm. especially when I was a disbeliever. Yeah, yeah. I would make you want to just walk away. I was that guy, but they was very patient with me and they didn't retaliate Mm -hmm. or like say something about my beliefs because I was saying things like that about Islam. And it it just was the gentleness and I was like, oh, well, okay, now I got to be nice to them because
1: let's try this again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a it's an important tool, and and the things that is are interesting about the Dawiyans is, um, the the type of da'wa they do is just is do normal stuff, <laughs> go play basketball, you know, and they'll probably enter, encounter some Muslim, some non-Muslims and those sort of things, and so it's really just a natural like free-flowing type of da'wa thing. It's not something where. You know, a lot of times people, they have to do, put an effort.
2: But they set it up. They got to, like,
1: give you pamphlets yeah. and talk to you. Hey, can we talk to you? Which is not bad. But at the same time, and, you know, there's different strokes for different folks. And I think um, just this kind of natural, free-flowing da'wah is something that, you know, is, is attractive. And it makes me think about, like, um, the da'wah, the Prophet Wasallam was like that when he came to Medina. And he was speaking to the Ansar or he had deputies to go speak to the ansar it was just like hey look you know i know you're upset that we're challenging everything that you've ever believed in your life you want to listen to this or not you could just go if you don't want to it's, it's it's not a biggie you know and you'll have that so people are confused but because it's also important to have those qualities of the da'wah which is having the hikmah, the wisdom and having the mo'idah that is hasana
2: and the ilm of the, giving
1: the ilm the knowledge and also the hilm the gentleness are two important components right yeah. and unfortunately most people haven't met gentle people in their lives like if if you were to think back at how rough your upbringing was you know especially if growing up in a low income neighborhood you would realize that most of the kids are there's It's pretty much you're forced to be tough. There is no gentleness. There is I'm no from Chicago.
2: I no uh, gentleness. Yeah. That's, that look like it's, it's homosexuality. That's you know? that's what it is. It's that, it's that deep? It's that yeah. deep. So when I seen it, it was something I, I didn't. I didn't even get it from my family gentleness. So that that's what really caught my eye. Like y'all mm. was gentle, and yeah. y'all not weak men. Y'all just being gentle. That's it.
1: And that's the beauty of Islam is that you know you have not only the the scriptural and the tenets but you also have those aspects where you're supposed to highlight and if you don't have those characteristics of gentleness no matter what truth you have even the truth the people will flee and is substantiated by a verse of the Quran where Allah tells the Prophet He says فَبِمَا مِنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ He says وَلَوْ كُنْتَ الْقَلْبِ he said, "If you were to be someone who was harsh-hearted, the people from around you would—they would have fled. It is a mercy from your Lord that you were made gentle. You're a gentle person. But if you were not to have this gentleness, and you were there was to be a catalyst, the people around you would have fled due to your harshness, right? And that's just the way it is, right? And so the the the, the most important aspect that can Really foster the dean when delivering it is that gentleness and that calmness, and you know, don't get emotional.
2: Because initially, I was looking for that argument. Mm, I wanted the argument, the debate. Yeah, I wanted the debate, or I was I was being very argumentative it without anything making me do that. It was like with no, <laughs> I just did it, and I it's didn't not. get that response back, and it made uh, me think about it, and I went home and I thought about it. I really thought about it for real, yeah, and that's when I called my and so brother.
1: this is this is also another interesting point too, because um some some non muslims don't ever get past that point for them, it's like ego, and that's it it's like it's just a back and forth sort of thing it's arguing oh so they're the not second.
2: really trying to develop the knowledge. they they
1: don't they don't want to know the truth okay, they want to argue with you right. Okay. And so a part of being, you know, hard and a part of being tough and not being weak is not losing in the argument. True. And so you have to save face, right? And you don't want to be wrong, especially when you're being told everything you believed in your life was wrong. That's a hard thing for people to swallow.
2: Especially when you're already confident.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But the only thing that can make someone overcome that by the tofiq, the success of Allah, is if they're sincere. If they're sincere and they're not trying to argue just for the sake of argumentation. You know, it's right. Hassan, what's going on? Nah, I just want to Drop some gems for us. I know you're waiting to let it loose. I just want to
3: say, you know, you know how you, um, you know, like the 2010, 2015 era where you see all those videos of like, the crazy ways How people came to Islam Yeah, yeah Like this like Oh, I came to Islam Just because of like One sentence One word yeah, yeah. One conversation And Alhamdulillah If you actually sit down And like Take these videos in And you see like The wisdom that Some of the Muslims use To conv- to like Make sure They converted Or reverted right, right. Those Muslims You actually see it Playing out in real life Yeah So Alhamdulillah As a Muslim Obviously When you're outside you have to have your identity. That's what makes you. You have to have your identity. And Alhamdulillah, I feel like I've had a few situations and and, other, and the other brothers as well when we were with him. Like I knew him at a point. It's crazy. I knew him at a point. I would. I when I first seen him, I would never think he was somebody that like would you know
2: even take the interest. Yeah,
3: interested. Yeah. I just thought he was like somebody who just came, you know, just here to hoop. Like i didn't even have like sometimes you know. We are Alhamdulillah If you have the knowledge It's good to be a da'i But you're not in da'i mode 24-7 You're not outside of First yeah. person I see I'm gonna give dāwah to Sometimes you just want to Just be cool right And Alhamdulillah I w- We were just being cool But I didn't. I never thought that You'd be sitting in front of me right now SubhanAllah <laughs> well, I never thought that I actually <laughs> Never thought that And yeah. And I think That's just the ni'mah From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala
2: He was the first brother That I recognized That I remembered Before I became Muslim I said, Wait I know that, brother. Mm. I know him. before I become Muslim, I knew him. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to speak to him. then Damn. that's when I met you for real, like the in person, like we talked and that was good.
1: Yes, yeah, So really just these normal interactions you know it's, it's, it shows you how one, how people are are, are looking, for, they're seeking the truth. they don't know it. I think because it comes back to the Fitz thing is there are a lot of questions that go on in people's heads about what is the purpose of life? Why are we here? What's this? Some people, they seek, they go travel the ends of the earth spending millions and millions of dollars to go and find that truth, delving into different religions, all these things. Some people um, are not patient and they end up taking their lives because they can't find that truth, right? And, but the truth is only one. There is no your truth and my truth. The truth is only one. This is something that this society today tries to uh, uh, misconstrue and they try to repress this and to say, you know what, to make other people feel better, right? So to make them feel important. But then that took away the whole meaning of life, right? If it's just your truth and my truth, then... Why do we care? Why do you care if I go and I, I and I stab an old lady to death? I to like, right? Like,
2: I, I personally feel like it's a it's like a chain of command. It's like a it's a chain of these things. So, in my position, in my point of view, in my chain. I just helped my two little brothers and little sister become Muslim. Alhamdulillah. Oh, and subhanAllah. Recently. Like shahara, okay, mashallah. <laughs> and I just sent them their first kameez and their first imamah. So Allah they called Allah me Allah. and they posed and they like, <laughs> how we look. And I just felt good. But lashallah. the way that I am, the um that I get from my brothers, my and brothers, on watching them, how they give dawah, how gentle they are, how they teach new Muslims, how they teach. Muslims who need to work on themselves. just the way that y'all talk to each person, tailored to who they are. Mm. It gives me um, a basis to go off of to how I should treat my little brother, my little sister because they new Muslims. So they do stuff that I like, hey, okay, we can't do that no more. Mm. But I'm learning that from y'all and y'all learning that from them and they learning that from them. It's like this chain of command. Right, right, right. Yeah. So everybody got their respective place in the chain
3: and i and i realized that is when sometimes you know when you're a revert like they they, they pick out ev- they look at everything yeah, yeah, like for yeah. example like like let's say you're praying right and then let's say you like you do something like this like wait, is that part of the prayer am i <laughs> supposed to do that because they're looking at you yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they look at everything that was a good point and they're the ones that are they're sticklers on you and you're like dang he's right or why did you say this why did you say that they're like every they're, they're pinpointing like you, what you're saying yeah. so i realized that everything that you do how you behave it's very important because nope, somebody cool. might take something from you that they think is from the dean but no, it's from it's your incorrect. it's incorrect from your bad manners or your bad etiquettes you know so and I and especially I realized that, realized that from him and when that happens then you're like okay, see, if I'm if I'm taking the burden or not the burden if I'm taking the you know if I'm going to spread this dean the way that's supposed to be spread then I have to behave yeah. Yeah, according yeah. Like,
2: the right manner even no matter who watching who's watching yeah because like like you said like i am very like Observance. particular i'm very observant yeah. and especially in islam alhamdulillah i feel like i I have to be in mm. and, and my eyes like even though y'all are younger than me i look up to y'all yeah. because y'all been in islam longer than me y'all have the the ilm that i'm trying to get y'all are where i'm trying to get the, and where you are other people are trying to get there too and where my is, other people are trying to, it's just multiple chains of yeah, yeah, yeah. multiple things. And I look up to you in my chain where I'm at. Mm. Like how to be a good Muslim, mm. how to give da'wah the right way, how to pray the right way, when to pray the right way, how not to procrastinate. It's multiple things. Right. SubhanAllah.
1: You know, so all this khayr, a, is a ni'mah from Allah. And, um, Now we have to shift to this next part, which is... Okay, Ibn Malik, you became Muslim. And you know, alhamdulillah, your family is there become Muslim. May Allah guide the rest and guide us all. I mean... mean. So, then we have you meet young Muslims... ...who find it more interesting to go towards the side where you came from. Mm, I
2: think that that's important to talk about, because... I'm from Chicago, but I don't wear it on my, like, I don't wear it like, hey, as soon as you meet me, this is the first thing, I'm hey, I'm from yeah, Chicago, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm from Chicago, right? It's not how that conversation come up ever. Right. So, but when it does come up, it's the wrong attention. Mm. So now I don't say Chicago, no more, I say Illinois. <laughs> I'm from Illinois. I'm from a <coughs> suburb in of Illinois. Illinois. That's where I go now because so, conversations it. have, when I'm trying to give dawah, I'm trying to talk to her young brother. And I know that he was, he's was he been Muslim longer than me, but, yeah, I'm still trying to give it out because I, I don't know. I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. So I'm talking to him about it. I'm telling him what Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu <laughs> <laughs> alayhi <laughs> wa sallam, his literal words were, did you hear what Lil Durk said? And this one, I couldn't think anymore. Yeah. I was like, no way yeah. did that just happen. SubhanAllah. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like its it's interesting to the young brother's Where i came from because music portrays that Mm -hmm. the songs portrays that they're telling you that it's cool to do it this way and what make it even worse is that they the rappers the hip-hop artists they are a part of islam in some form of way or to the public i don't know what they do behind closed doors but to the public they are they are muslim Mm -hmm. so that's what make it even worse yeah and the fact that they are muslim it's giving children the like it's just giving them the justification. Like, but they're Muslim. They're yeah. he's, a, he's Muslim though. I, I seen him wear a kufi. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. You know. But as as he's pushing the opposite of Islam. Right, right, right. And that's just where we're at right now in society. Yeah.
3: And I see that. Like, I see it. It's just like it's just amazing. Like you mentioned. Like, or just interesting how we have River Brothers that are coming from a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm they 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 hate they literally hate what they're doing they hate their past they regret it and they love what islam brought them for the sake of allah and then we see the brothers who were born muslim
1: just who had everything way.
3: and it's not just a guy who's like oh he was just oh he's a muslim cat no he in the duks, he brought up in the dugsi's yeah. Not only them a lot,
1: a lot of them you know they have what even many of the other non-muslims don't have Two parents in the home. Two parents. They're providing for mm-hmm. them food, shelter, everything they need, but they want to so like so bad. They want to force this struggle, thug life. They on even themselves. have the ability
2: yeah. to know their lineage. Yeah, can,
0: can
3: you imagine? I
2: don't even know my <laughs> lineage. I don't even know my it's grandfather. Yeah, who it's is he? I don't yeah. even know this man. Yeah. Y'all know y'all great grandfather. His name, his grandfather, his grandfather. It's like final. that's a blessing.
1: And that's and this is from. Uh, a perspective of just being grateful for what Allah gave you. Once you are not grateful. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in the Quran, shakaltum lakum. He says, if you are grateful, I will give you more. He says, if you are ungrateful, then he will take from you. Subhanallah. Right. Subhanallah. And so this just shows you in life, um, and then you can also you know, cross-reference that with the people and the, what they do. Usually if somebody's grateful to you, you'll be more willing to do something for them again. If somebody's not grateful, you're not going to want to do anything for them. That's <laughs> again, the number yeah, one message right? that you've done, so, brothers But the, it's the 100%. gratitude aspect here. Allah said if you are grateful, he will increase in you, right? And if you are ungrateful, he will decrease in you. The decreasing here, it can be the ni'mah, the barakah, the blessings. It can be even your deen, your iman, subhanAllah. And so people aren't grateful for the things they have until they lose it. right? And some people will never ever get to come to that re- realization that, damn, I lost my iman. Because they're dead already. right? And so... This is what they gotta understand: is that you have like two different groups here, a group that's running away from the disbelief, and another group from Iman is running towards the disbelief. You know, and both of them are crossing paths. Like, don't go over there. Yeah, don't go over there. It's dead. It's not fun, right? Yeah. And then so we let's let's talk about here. What are the what are the common things that are attractive to you know, the young Muslim kids today. Not all of them, of course, right? Um, but what are the things that are attracting them to those kind of lifestyles, do you think?
2: Number one, I would say music. Mm-hmm. I, there is nothing that I would put above music because that's where m- everything that they're stems doing... stems from it. stems the from killing, it. If, if you the took violence. away music drugs and you replaced it with Quran it like changed the whole dynamic planet. yeah I, I will start off by saying yeah, yeah music
1: and so exactly what you said the music all the things that are haram are portrayed as good things right sexual promiscuity drugs killing like I you will you will have a hard time finding a song today by any of the major billboard artists that are rappers that talk about that don't talk about killing somebody because killing and then the n-word is a good thing to them right so i kill uh i kill all these and i bag them and i drag them and i do all it sounds nice right so how then do you expect to hear that and look at people who look like you to value themselves and value each other and to appreciate each other and to help each other. You're gonna look at people who look like you with distaste. You're gonna look at people who look like you with uh, fear, distrust, um, hatred, right? Envy, jealousy. All these things are what you get, like,
2: (laughs) it makes no sense. And I believe that at the beginning of all of this, my brothers in Islam taught me that we don't pick the good music or bad music. Ain't no such thing as, well, this music is not talking mm. about, let's say it's not talking about drugs. Let's say it's not talking about anything anything haram. Let's yeah. say it's not talking about anything haram. Yeah. But what does music have in it? instruments? And in Islam, we cut things off at the root. Mm. So no music at all yeah. is a good answer mm. to that.
1: Yeah, and even, even the music, even if it's like, let's say Beethoven, right? Even if you're listening to Beethoven, um, the very least that the, the, that music will do to you is it will divert you from the book of Allah. 100%, that's it. One hundred percent. And that's that's you don't need to go any further. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's probably the worst. That's the probably the worst thing that can happen to you is anything that diverts you from the. Like most people who listen to music, like it's probably hard for them to like music and how many scholars pass music and Quran cannot be in the same heart. It doesn't even it doesn't make sense. He yeah, said that music and Quran cannot be in the same heart. So you see that people who are um, well, there's so much. There's uh, there's the Quran is so fat, like vast. Mm. You can memorize if you have memorized the Quran. There's qiraat. There's, there's so many yeah. things. You it can was remember. a
2: beautiful transition I, that I had from music to Quran. <laughs> I wanna I wanna mention that. Um, when I first became Muslim, I just wouldn't listen to anything. I was like, I can't really listen to Quran because i don't know what they're saying.
3: Mm. That's a good point,
2: yeah. I, it sounds good. Yeah. I don't know what they're saying, so it's not hitting my heart. Right. right, right. Yeah. And i know music is bad now. So now i'm just not I just not listening to anything. But then i started finding different sheikhs with different speeds and i'm like, wait, this sheikh has a di- a deeper voice or this mm-hmm. sheikh has like a like Chef Nori Muhammad Sadiq, that's like my go-to sleep chef. Juhani, that's my wake-up chef. You get it? Yeah. So it's like you got to kind of find your, you got to play with it, yeah. and that's the same thing. Even recitation, you got to find your own way with a mm. lot of things, especially Isfana. in Islam. Isfana. Yeah. Isfana.
1: And so even the the hearing of the Quran is, is a blessing. I know sometimes people put an emphasis on reading, which is good, and that's the primary um, uh, mode we should be in. But even hearing and listening to the Quran is barakah, is blessing. And um, you also get rewarded for it. The Prophet, he listened to Ubay ibn Ka'b, right? And he asked him to read the Quran. And he said, How can I read the Quran? And upon you, wa alaika unzil. Right? So, and it was revealed upon you, how can I read it to you? And he said, Read it. And so the, and it. This had an emotional and uh, impact on the Prophet Sallallahu. To the extent where he told them to stop reading because it was too emotional for him to hear. And this is the Rasulullah, right? And so, it's if Allah you can't read, Allah. you can definitely listen. And listening itself does the opposite effect of listening listening bad music. Is that this will bring about good for you, right? Listening to Quran purifies the heart. Listening to Quran, it purifies the mind. Listening to Quran, it also eliminates all of the evil in the atmosphere and the environment that you're in. The immediate environment that you're in, because Iblis doesn't like to hear that. So his shayateen will be there from the jinn and the human beings.
2: You want to know what's crazy? I I don't listen to music anymore. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. But I hear music. Mm-hmm. I hear music because I'm I live in America. You know, so... <laughs> yeah. I was driving one day, and I remember hearing something, mm-hmm. and it was a rapper, and he mentioned something of Islam, he said, something about Fajr prayer, and I was like, that's why, that's <laughs> why, that's why, yeah. That's yeah. why. Yeah. it's literally the greatest influencer, that's also Muslim, mm. I won't say nobody's name if it's the shoot fit, yeah. but... It's Muslims that are also influencers in the world, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's not helpful. Yeah. It's
3: not, and I see that. We see it. We see people like, for example, imagine. Imagine we give giving dawah. Imagine as you're a, somebody, you're a Muslim. I'm a Muslim, and let's say he's a River Brother. We give mm-hmm. him dawah. Let's say he's playing music. We say, Achi, let's let's not play music right now. Let's you know it's not permissible. Obviously, you're no Muslim, but let's not play music. And then we have some Muslims who are saying, "Man, come on, man, leave him yeah, alone. Leave him bro. alone bro. Come on, <laughs> already, bro. It's day one, bro. Or it's only day fifty. Like, it's, it's, old. Like, it's only his first five years, bro. <laughs> you I mean, bro. Be, yeah, you know, I would Like, come on, like he, like he still prays. Don't be too harsh on him. I mean, like, at this point, is like we, we cannot enjoy the good forbid the evil at like uh, even a basic level of just saying like, okay, don't listen to music at a simple level. We're not. Saying, and, then, like, and then
1: also, also some reverts." are, for I don't know why, we just give them the excuse of being a revert all their life. Like, this got to be 20 years into Islam. I'm not going to lie. Y'all
2: didn't, about, yeah. y'all didn't baby me. Y'all yeah. didn't baby me. Like, after balance, the first though. six months. It's like balance. Yeah, after the first six months, I'm going to be honest. It was yeah. like, hey, this. Nah, this I'm not even going to say six. I'm really being nice saying six months. But very soon, I felt like the people who were becoming Muslim after me, I'm, like, looking at them, and I'm like, y'all really getting it easy because I'm, like, around Dawian brothers
1: yes. and they not playing <laughs> with me. So like
2: they like really like on top of me, but and it's putting me in the right position. Yeah, yeah. Alhamdulillah. And then
1: this this concept of muhasabah is very important because I, I think we're we get very um, sensitive, oversensitive with the case of reverts, and so we allow them to continue their haram lifestyle until it overpowers them and out of Islam they are. So it, it defeats the purpose, right? And so it, it's not good to just allow them to continue. Now we get it that no one's going to be Sahabi overnight, Muslim or revert. Totally here, things are taken are done gradually. However, you must also be that person of support, right? Unsur <inaudible> The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says, "Help your brother." whether he be an oppressor, or he's the oppressed. And the Prophet and the Sahaba, they say, how do we help those individuals? We understand if we help them, if they're being oppressed, but how do we help them? And they're the oppressor. Then the Prophet, he said to them, he said, stop them from their oppression. And one of the Supreme biggest oppressions that human beings can have on themselves in sand is on themselves. Right? We are the very first victim of all that oppression, Lahi. right? Subhanallah, and so we need to be that person of support. It's not hurting them if you if you try to, you know, get, bring them into a group of people and brothers. And this is the other part that kills me too. Is like sometimes you'll have there are some Muslims who they'll always run to that excuse of they're just new and don't don't put hijab on her and don't do this on him, and they'll do that, but they'll never give you alternative. <laughs> their alternative is let them just just die off and just all that all that you know Hamas that they were having all that zeal for Islam is just gonna die off
2: not even reverts alone but also Muslims yeah, and, Muslims, Muslims and yep. born Muslims They yep. their favorite thing is let's just take a break just, yep. just one day it's just one day mm. This is one sin
1: that's a reflection of our weakness, and
3: that actually, that's been sitting on me this whole podcast yeah, so far. I think this is like the greatest point that you brought up is like people we when you have the solution. Like I've seen this so many times. For example, we're talking about music, right? Mm-hmm. Quran, simple. You will think simple, <laughs> right? You will think, okay, I'm struggling with music. What do I do? Turn your music off and just listen to the Quran. Listen. But there's Muslims Who are fighting you on this yeah, yeah. And they're saying No Akhi Come on That's too that's too far like, Let's go step by step you know? uh, uh. Let's go step by step and she does or first it's Not even just music It's in everything You just see like Come on man Don't be too extreme Let's go step by step and, But they never Their step by step Is like is it's not, it's not even An alternative like we, we'll give you an Islamic solution From the Quran and the Sunnah Yeah, the sahaba and might
2: actually laugh If we told them our extremes yeah. Our extremes as, as modern Americans Yeah, I think the sahaba they wouldn't, I don't think they would laugh It wouldn't even be funny Yeah, yeah.
3: and we hear many stories Don't we hear we heard many stories of where That a mother Her son was a SubhanAllah, he was an alcoholic, right? And I think you know the story And she said, you know what? I'm going to just put alcohol in my fridge So he just drinks at home so ins- instead of him drinking outside, I'd rather him drink at home. That's, that's the solution. So if... Firstly, obviously, we're not going to blame the mom. You never want to put your mom in that predicament. But it's just like... It's, sometimes it's, the alternatives it's
1: su- is it's just like... It's, it's such a defeatist mentality. Yeah, that's... It's like you lost already. Already. And you accepted that. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, if if... My children are kafar. Let them be kafar in my house. Like, yeah, that's and then that's and that just clicks well with them. You know, it, just, it doesn't. We we, we dramatize yeah. and make problems out of everything. So, for yeah. example, somebody comes and says, "Hey, man, I'm having a hard time praying. What should I do?" Pray. That's what. That's it. Well, it's is just so simple as that. Just pray. You know. And yeah. what they what, what we're so used to is because of. You know some of the the speakers that we have or sort of things we we just romanticize all the stuff and we give each other like some lineage. Just, just too much just oh if you're not praying what you should do is think about you know why you're not praying and write it down and make a checklist of all the things that are stopping it's like well i pray <laughs> we'll do it. Like, we'll do it. right well i make will do it pray right it's it's really and, and and it's and it's the rawest reality. It's just that simple. Yeah, I know somebody's listening right now. Like, well, I is not because it's an addiction. Yeah, yeah, okay. Look, when when you keep opening up problem. doors of of these excuses um, excuses for people, yeah it's just it's a never ending revolving door drop harder too. it's, a, hard, <laughs> it's yeah. a never ending door
2: I think it all goes down to put Allah first or He will put you last yep. and make you forget yourself yep, yeah. yep.
3: and we even noticed this with the Reaver Brothers there's some times where like for I would say for myself I like I, sometimes I might be around the bush too much you know I don't I don't want to give it too directly especially for people yeah. who are no Muslim but some Reaver Brothers are like yo I know you like, just give it to me straight like, what did the prophet say? What did Allah say? And What did the prophet say? Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm trying that's to explain to I'm trying to like, you know, I'm trying, you know, yeah, like, I'm trying to bring it down, baby yeah, yeah. it down. They say, yeah, listen. What did Allah say? And what is prophecy? It. That's all I care about. And I was one of them brothers. <laughs> yeah, I, you were. Yeah, hundred percent. I really
2: couldn't. I, I could feel the the sugar coat. Yeah. I could feel like that y'all trying to take it easy on me, and I'm like, yeah. look, just let's go. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, because yeah, uh, at the end of the day, I, I want to see y'all in Jannah. That's the goal. So. Anything other than that, I've, that's not in my focus. I want to, whatever it takes to get to Jenner.
1: But do you see, I think that's that's that foundation that must be created for for anybody who's trying to come back to Dean. i have to have revert, from Allah. Revert or, or no revert um, or, or just been, you know, born Muslim. Everyone should have that platform or that foundation first because it's what's stopping them is their perspective is corrupted. That's what's wrong. You can't deal with somebody in their own, you know, paradigm as to how things should happen. And they're trying to get better. The reason why you're not getting better is because the way you think things are supposed to be are wrong. (laughs) Right. And so um, I remember one of the Mashaich said this. He said, you know, if you uh, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it's really a mindset thing. Everything here, it's a psychological uh, thing, and this is where Allah subhanahu wa taala he talks about that change starting from within. He says, "Inna Allah la ma hatta He says that. Allah does not change a people until they change what's in themselves. You see, it's the internal work that must be done that we don't think about. And I was talking about this in my in my khutbah today. Um, but these are points that Allah makes throughout the Quran. Uh, a barrier to that is understanding the Quran. Obviously, you know, this is another point too that we need to. Address some point. However, now I want to talk about like, what are like, is it is it possible to see on someone um, in their apparel misguidance?
2: It is even in the uh, masjid. Mm -hmm. Wallahi, since I'm a new Muslim, I feel like that's why I had the the animosity. But I seen a, a older man. He looked like an older man. I'm not sure if his ethnicity. But he had his pants under his feet. They oh. were so low, they were under his feet. And I was I tried to tell him that. And he looked at me with like... This like, why do you think you can tell me mm. what to do if I was born Muslim? And obviously, you would just become Muslim. That was the energy right there. Without no words, that was the energy. But I still let him know... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you should <laughs> do that,
1: though. I understand how you feel, but you should. Yeah. SubhanAllah. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's, I saw, subhanAllah, this is a, this is, a, I think we this should, uh, this podcast should be dedicated to this whole subject Is imitating the disbelievers. Yes. We don't talk about it enough, but we see it too much. And we try to even change that sort of reality by saying, you know, stuff like, well, you know, you want me to wear a ma'wis all day and I can't wear pants and I can't wear a shirt and, you know, it's haram to have hair now. This, These are the sort of comebacks that you have. It's not what you're saying. But the the, the people who are making straw man arguments are coming from a place of um, denial. They're just in denial. Because all the stuff makes sense. I mean, you can't tell me that sagging your pants has ever brought you any goodness in your life
2: no they're just looking up to someone that's already doing that so if they change who they look up to like you said then the they might are, do di- uh. different things and I changed who I look up to I think that's where my personal um, growth came in because I used to look up to the wrong people I was doing the wrong things then I started looking up to shifts and they started wearing this Yeah, I'm like wait I gotta find I'm gonna find my way I, just like i try nike texon Zone. See how this fit oh yeah. no i don't like that color same with camise Ah yeah. uh, no i don't like that color no i don't like that style perfect
1: mm. you got to find your way yeah, yeah. As you know <laughs> he's he 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 read uh kindled kindled or i would say he um changed my statement before where i i heard him he didn't complete it though so i complete it because i'm not gonna lie i will trademark this one too. <laughs> okay he said if you change The people you look up to, the people you look up to, change. Mm,
3: That's basically that's nice. That's nice, right? So So that's nice. I I needed that one. So yeah, yeah. That's nice.
1: Uh, It's it's over.
3: That's nice again. Oh okay okay. (laughs) And um, for me, it's kind of like when you see somebody and how they're dressed. Like for example, let's. I don't want to get on these brothers, but we have to get on these brothers. Like for the brothers who have like the most. Insane, like braids and twists and everything, or even the chains. But the chains, we can wear on the chains. Or let's say, even like the braids, start with the braids and the, mm. the hairstyles. Every person, like when you try, when you try to tell them, like sometimes I even try to ask him, what's, like what's up with the hair? You already see the end, like the like the, 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 the nerve, they're ready. They have that defense, well. As soon as the, the, the prophet had braids, that, that's like uh, th- that's, that's the that's third sentence <laughs> that's like a, That sentence is gonna be spoken within the uh, first two minutes of the conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't even, I just asked, like, what,
2: what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they're
3: already, like, they're already they leaving me. I personally felt defensive. some type of way
2: when this conversation first came up yeah. about, like, a couple months ago, maybe even a year ago. Yeah. But it wasn't that I felt some type of way. I just didn't know how I could defend my people because I thought that was something we did. But then okay. I understood that that was more of a cultural, thing. A cultural yeah. thing. So So you cultural since you're a Som- uh, Somali brother, yeah. your culture doesn't. Yeah. Isn't okay with that? Isn't isn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah, and the, like
3: it's it's all about like the selfishness in this society. I, I always try to explain this to people. Okay, let's put haram and halal. Let's 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 put it to aside side for a second. Yeah. Let's talk practicality. If you if you have like that hair, like that crazy hair, whatever. Let's say, let's say you have the braids or something. Dreads or dreads, right? I know for a fact you are getting pressed. Once a week Minimum <laughs> By a random family member Your mom Your uncle Every family gathering
2: People are looking Especially at you Disappointed
1: you a message, Somebody's gonna talk to you Yeah And at the end of the day It's, it's imitation and,
2: Yeah Is where we're getting at
3: And the thing is Why would you wanna like Give yourself a Like A, a chance for somebody To say something negative about you Yeah and Something to, like and
1: you wanna And to look down on you Yeah It's pride
2: it's, it's pride Yeah It started off as pride I got the best hair Or oh, I got the Yeah I don't like. I'm. St- I'm thinking
3: for me logically. I want people off my neck. I don't like if I have if I can have, if if for me to have like a number one or whatever it would be a normal haircut. Maybe I think mom it, it's is
2: getting like, them the wrong
1: attention, bro. It, you of I, course it is. Yeah, it's getting I them the. But if you if you think about it, look look if 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 you have a certain section of the society right. We're not saying this is any particular race. Mm-hmm. We're saying a certain uh, sector of the society where maybe they're. They're like uh, criminals, okay. um, drug dealers, prostitutes, and pimps, and all this stuff. And you see them with, you see them with certain clothing and everything. I'm from San Diego, so El Cone Boulevard is like the pimp capital. I the right? So they, they have they mix two things though: gang banging and pimping. Right. So you see people with the nails. You know, the pimps got the nails. Just this, this one, they'll grow out. Yeah, the pinky, right. And they'll talk a certain way. Man, come on, let me talk to you. Man, let me break this down to you. This how they they talk. If I go now and I imitate that guy, right, why would I be surprised when my family members or someone like that thinks I'm also a pimp and a gangbanger? Like, they put themselves in shoes and then complain about how the people view them, Right? So if you have a bandana, a red bandana around your neck, tied up, and they say, "Oh, this guy looks like he's from the Blood Gang," and then you go, "Well, I am not, bro. I'm just wearing it. I just like to wear it. I just like thought about head. it. Yeah. I just thought about it myself." Um, you can do all that stuff and say, like, you you just had a dream one day and just you know it came to your mind. I know. But in the society that you live in, people who dress like that. Are gang members? Unless
2: the the problem might not be you trying to imitate the kuffar, but I think my Uthman is saying you should try to intentionally not
1: imitate them. Imitate, and the I kuffar. even said the Prophet والسلام, said that. He said that. Who narrated Ibn Umar? He said that the Prophet وسلم, Abdullah <laughs> Ibn Umar <laughs> said this. That the Prophet وسلم, said, "Man بِقَوْمٍ مِنْهُ minhu. So whoever imitates the people, they are from them. If you're imitating the righteous, you're from the righteous. If you're imitating the wicked, you are from the wicked. This is where fiqh is. Right? Usul al-fiqh deals, deals with this whole culture and urf and everything, right? So this is why Islam came to beautify the cultures, not to stop them. But there are Um, reprehensible customs in every culture and Somali culture as well that must be rooted out and filtered out and Islam came to go and clean that up. To clearly extinguish both differences. So you know you just have to use common sense sometimes. Just If I'm gonna go for example to South Central and having a certain baseball cap would be identifying with a certain neighborhood gang I'm gonna not wear any baseball caps. Does that make sense? Like, you have to be smart. Don't go to a neighborhood of rolling, rolling whatever crips and just be like, hey, I'm going to wear red. And I have a constitutional right. And there's nothing. <laughs> it's gonna the Free world. Yeah. You will die. Yeah, You're dead. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's about being smart. Right? People, you know, a, a, a person, he also said, know, uh, yesterday I was clever and I wanted to change the world. Today I'm wise and I'm changing myself. You just got to check yourself, bro. Some things are just too big for you to challenge. Just, you know, you got to be wise as a Muslim. If you're not strong, man, you better be smart in this life. Because, you know, but this is what the Sunnah the Deen does. It gives you intelligence. How to deal with people, deal with uh, uh, places, locality. People just think, oh, I can do it because I just want to do it. I'm not imitating. You don't need to intentionally be imitating someone in order to be imitating them. Right? If you're wearing a jersey that has a cross on it, a jersey, a soccer jersey that has a cross on it, where do you think those crosses came from? That's what It's to represent the Christian identity of those countries. That's what it is. And you're wearing it. So don't say, "Well, I'm not trying to do that. I just like soccer.
2: Or well, like soccer um, and intentionally don't do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do
1: that. <laughs> it's really
3: simple, you bro. You can like soccer. It's not haram. No, nah, yeah. go ahead, Hassan. And I just think that some people, they just, they take it too far. Like, you're not going to win that battle with your, like, imagine, I know so much people that like, they're just years battling either, it could be like their mom or their their father or anything. It's like, it's never the energy you're putting into that is not worth it. It's not worth it to prove a point, you know. And some people they always have the miss what's it called the conception when we say okay, listen, don't don't wear this particular hairstyle because it doesn't have a good connotation. They mm-hmm. think oh. Now this guy wants me to be, I might as well be bald. Yeah, yeah. Bald. I'm in a, a white tee. <laughs> I'm in a khamis and I'm bald and my life is ruined. <laughs> Allah, is so true. You go overboard. Oh, you, you want me to be bored? <laughs> I, like what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just don't know like how we can like, help them understand like,
1: just look. at beers Just have, have nice hair. Get yourself, a, take care of your hair. Smell good. Young yeah. brother, smell yeah. good. I think you like said,
2: brother with mine said, like, yeah. It could, and, and it sounds smart to like help everybody in the world. Yeah. But if we did help ourselves, or like did this thing, do these things that we're yeah. advising ourselves, that's helping the you world. See, yeah,
1: there you go. And that's what I'm saying. It's like people, people want to go and change like whole governments and stuff, whole society, and it's out of their hand. They don't have no authority to do so. Yeah. But the simpler thing, which is changing themselves, it willachi. Um, I'm not really there yet, bro, and so I just need. So, what are you? What are you doing? Yeah. When you point to someone,
2: three fingers point back to you. That's it. That's
1: it. So, yeah. Sometimes those fingers are guns. They're they're <laughs> just <laughs> face. Use subhanallah You know what I'm saying? And so, what what is what would you guys have as a final message, inshallah, for you know these young brothers that are thinking of going that direction?
2: I think I have a strong message. And it would be to put Allah first mm. Put Allah mm. subhanahu wa ta'ala first Because if you don't He gonna put you last Supremo. And make you forget
1: yourself Supremo.
2: Put him first And watch the things that you want Come after that mm.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah. Things, yeah,
2: For me I would say
3: um, Alhamdulillah That the end goal Everybody knows my statement I asked for a catchphrase Jannah oriented mm. Every decision you make is jannah oriented There you go and if it's not gender-oriented, then it's either the shaitan deceiving you or your own desires. It's, uh, and I'm just like, I always say this to people. I say, always like behave like you're going to be held accountable one day. So before you're held accountable, hold yourself accountable.
2: Because it's easy to do bad things when you feel like Allah not watching you. When you feel like, he ain't here right now.
1: SubhanAllah When you
2: don't think like that You feel like Oh he watching me Like let me not Let me fear Allah mm-hmm. Like he he, Okay It's a difference
1: Yes So it's, it's definitely A mindset thing Yeah um, You know we, We're calling on All the youth um, Inside the Soda And outside the Soda Minnesota, The Soda is Minnesota Okay I probably just coined that too I don't think I I, I never, heard, never heard, heard of that yeah. never. never Right I've been here So alhamdulillah so, okay. You know We advise everyone To fear Allah Azawajal We ask them, um, you know, and we advise them and ourselves to fear Allah and to obey Him and to create an environment of taqwa. The sad part is sometimes all the tools are just given to us, but we don't use it in the right way. We take the tools to go use it for some other purpose, right? And then we're like, well, I, we, only if we have the tools. We have the tools. Yeah. Just <laughs> right? Pick the right tool. You know, so, some guy is like you know, you're supposed to build a house. Some guys building himself a wheel somewhere. Yeah. The other guy he's, a boat. He's, he he tur- he turned turn it into a whole oven. Uh, guys, so let's build Allah. this house, right? And we have the tools. We have the platform. Allah gave it to us. The models in the Quran, the Sunnah. That's our blueprint to life, and that's our blueprint. Um, to help us get to meet Allah Meet Allah Azawajal And meet him the right way Until next time And you know there's a lot of stuff to deal with in this podcast We're not done But we'll see you guys next time Wa sallallahu wa sallam